Welcome to Thriving at Home, a podcast where we discuss all things family, marriage, parenting, and relationships. Our goal, to disturb and disrupt the ordinary mundane life and give you the tools to move from surviving to thriving. We're your hosts, Eddie and Jessica Harrison. And we're so glad you're here. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Thriving at Home podcast. We're your hosts, Eddie and Jessica Harrison. We're so glad that you guys are here. We are. I love it when I run into you and I'm taken by surprise when you're like, hey, how did this go last week? And I'm like, what? Wait, did, I, did we talk on the phone? Yeah. Did I text? No, I heard it on the podcast. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, you're listening. That's absolutely. very cool. Yeah, lots of people have gotten in touch with us, say that they're listening and man, we're so grateful for them. Grateful for the people that are uh, checking us out on Facebook and at Instagram at Thriving at Home Pod. You can check us out at either one of those places. Uh, we've told you in the recent weeks about how we've recently moved and had a lot going on. And so uh, there's big plans coming uh, down the line for those platforms. Uh, but man, go ahead and engage with us there. That's how you can talk with us. That's how you can kind of let us know uh, what you'd like to hear us cover in the podcast as we talk about really just what it means to not only survive at home, but to thrive in all areas of our home life. So whether that be parenting or marriage or our uh, our own health, our personal health, whether it be spiritually, physically, emotionally, um, just learning to uh, to do this God's way and to do it with some intentionality. That's yeah. what this is all about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're here today uh, in the middle of allergy season. We uh, are. I, I, I guess it's allergy season. I don't know. But it has certainly hit us. I will say it's been it's been weird. Um, well, not weird weather for California necessarily. I mean, in January and February, we do normally get some rain and it's, and I'm using quotation marks with my fingers. It's chilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For people who grew up in Michigan, like us, this is not cold. Yeah. I do have a serious question. Yes. Just asking for a friend. Yeah. How, how long is too long before you wash your favorite sweatshirt? Oh, it's, yeah, it just depends. I, I think you asked this question on social media earlier <laughs> this week. It was actually yesterday. Okay, it was yesterday. <laughs> and there was some interesting feedback. One mom said, hey, you know, as long as it doesn't have spit up or boogers on it, you're good to go. Yeah, toddler snacks. Yeah, so as long as... so I would, Nope, good there. I'd say so as long far. as you can get away with it without anybody noticing. It doesn't smell. Yeah, if, if nobody's like deterred by your sweatshirt, then wear on, girlfriend, wear on. Well, <laughs> that word makes me giggle. Deterred? Yeah, or undeterred. Yeah. Undeterred. undeterred. <laughs> yeah, it's not undeterred. It's if someone undeterred. Is, what is the difference if someone is undeterred or deterred? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> deterred is they have a problem with it, right? <laughs> <laughs> deterred means that they are they are pushed away by or, yes. or distracted from. Uh, yeah, <laughs> undeterred is full steam No worries, folks. It's late at night. There's no telling what's going to happen over the next thirty minutes as we talk. You know, on that note, uh, maybe not that note, but on a different note, I I feel like um, I, I I owe an apology to oh, some people out there. You do? Yeah, like for instance, people in Texas. I owe an apology to people in Texas because on February first, it was National Texas Day, and I didn't say anything. Mm. I didn't even bring it up. It was also on February first. National Baked Alaska Day. I didn't even do my part and eat any baked Alaska. We did have a baked Alaska. Do you remember where? Not in February. We haven't. No, but we did one time. Yeah, where at? 
five year anniversary dinner on the beach. Oh yeah, okay. No, I totally remember that. Yeah. I've had it before. I've definitely had it before. So but, I, I can say happy baked Alaska day. But I don't I've know that my baked Alaska that I had 10, 11 years ago counts for counts for February first of this year. Other agree. national days. It's interesting. I just pulled up a calendar of national days. It's fun. Hit me. What's the next? Okay, one? so Nash, uh, February first was National Get Up Day. Get up. <laughs> do they mean like earlier in the morning because i'm out I, I don't know <laughs> national serpent day ice cream for breakfast day was february 1st dang it february get it. this february 2nd was national heavenly hash day what do you suppose that means i don't even know what that would mean jessica just took a sip of her coffee and she's holding it back in the <laughs> no, month listen i do know what heavenly hash is i feel like it's one of those things <laughs> like the ham and the nasty the nasty ham and the potatoes it's like a diner it's a diner food but i don't hey, know why they call it heavenly but also not only is it heavenly hash day on february 2nd it's also national tater tot day so the potatoes are having a big day on, on february 2nd i mean it's just a huge day uh Net groundhog day we know is february yeah, 2nd we, I, I was there for that. i'm not going to read all these but just some ones that stand out to me february 3rd is uh the day the music died day the oh. day the music died day say that um, it's also football hangover day. Um, oh, because probably around the, the day Super after Bowl. the big game, not us. I guess. We don't party yeah, like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Yep. National Women Physicians Day. So oh. we missed that. We did not buy each other a gift for that. We should have. Thank you, Doctor West. No, yes. we should have bought it for our kids' pediatrician. Yes, she's amazing. Uh, February fourth, National Create a Vacuum Day. Wait, National, say that again. National Create a Vacuum Day. Create a vacuum, like a science project experiment. Don't know. Okay. Um, How about we? I need one that's coming up so I can prep to celebrate. Hold on, we're we're still we've got so much <laughs> ground to cover, so many apologies to make here. <laughs> National Thank a Mail Carrier Day was February the fourth as oh, well. Oh, mailmen um, are mail ladies are awesome. Yeah, mail mail ladies or mail men. Right. Yeah, they're both amazing. They are. Yeah, February fifth was get this National Shower with a Friend Day. No, no comment. <laughs> I feel like we need to insert a cricket sound right there. <laughs> cricket, cricket, cricket. Um, Shower with a friend. I've never, I've never um, participated. I won't. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, moving on. Uh, World Nutella Day. National Girls and Women in Sports Day. Mm. February 6th was National Frozen Yogurt Day. I didn't know this. I didn't know this. It's also National Lame Duck Day. Or National Chopsticks Day. Wow. I didn't know so many things shared a day. I feel like it takes away, like, are the chopstick people incredible. mad at the duck people? Like February what? 7th, yeah, there's big, <laughs> big chopstick wars going on out there. No, February 7th was National Periodic Table Day and also National Fettuccine Alfredo Day. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, I, there's a theme there because Italy got Nutella and Fettuccine. That was, like, within the same week. Yeah. I feel like it's a big win for the Italians, which I happen to be one. Yep. February 9th. Cut the Cord Day, Bagel and Locks Day, Pizza Day, and also National Toothache Day. <laughs> not National Toothache. That is not a thing. Not you are lying. Are you, did you make it up? National Toothache Day. Who says we can get this nationally instated? I don't but know. I want to know. Like, what is behind that? I don't know. I don't know. But some things that you have to look forward to. That covers a lot of the ones that have happened in the month of February up until this point now. But here's some of the ones that you have to look forward to. Okay, good. Um, I want, I'm waiting for this. February 10th, National Cream Cheese Brownie Day. Oh, yeah. Okay. National Home Warranty Day. Hello. I know a lot about that. Uh, National Umbrella Day. We're going to need one on, on February the 10th, I believe. Um, National Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk Day. National Make a Friend Day. National Peppermint Patty Day. All on the 10th of February. Yeah. It's a big day. Uh, let's see here. Um, there's some good ones, man. 
February the 13th, National Tortellini Day. Mm. Let's see here. February 14th, which is also Valentine's Day. Yes, this is week. Is na- uh, No One Eats Alone Day. National No I One like Eats that. Alone Day. That's a good that's And a good that day. might be a good place to stop because that leads us into today's topic. What we're going to be covering in today's podcast, which is all centered around... The importance of memory making. The importance of memory making. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, this is something that we tried to be intentional about with not only our marriage, but with our kids specifically. And as we dive into this topic today, um, Jessica's going to share with us kind of three different aspects of memory making and uh, the importance of those uh, as you're as you're seeking to make memories. I, obviously, you know, we all have memories from our childhood. We all have memories from past years. We all remember highlights and lowlights of our life. You know, I think back to uh, just a couple of weeks ago, um, on the low light side, you know, when Kobe Bryant passed away, it's one of those moments, like kind of like 9-11 was or other days where you just, you're just going to always remember where you were when that thing happened. Right. But not only the low, low night, the low lights or the low times uh, in life, but more so we hope are the good times in life, the things that you celebrate, the things that you enjoy, the things that you share together in a joyous way man, you'll always remember those and cherish those in your heart. And so today we're going to talk about the importance of memory making and how you can make amazing memories with your family. So Jessica, lead the way. (laughs) Well, when I was thinking through this topic for the podcast, I had to think a lot back to my own childhood, right? And I think it's really healthy for us to think back um, in a positive light on our childhood. And um, even if it was a hard one, but try to pull some good from you know, if that was you, if it was hard for you, but pull some good of like, what were some positive memories and what was behind that? What did it take to make that memory happen? How was it executed? All of that. So I kind of thought through a lot of that. Um, and a lot of my most favorite memories as a child, um, they, they were one of three things. So we'll, we'll say the first thing, first thing, spontaneity. Yeah. You need spontaneity. You need those spontaneous memories. So here's an example um, of a way. And I think that you are, Eddie, you're even better at the spontaneity side of things than I am. Um, But this last week, I picked up the kids from school on a random Thursday. And I just told them, hey, we're going to change it up scenery wise. I'm taking you to a coffee shop to pick a treat and do your homework together with me there. Yeah, that's good. They were so jazzed. Like you would not have thought it was any big deal to an adult, right? You're just like, no big deal. We have to get homework done. Let's knock it out. I thought a change of scenery would be nice for them instead of doing it at the dining room table at home and come to find out. I mean, they kept talking about it like all week. They brought it up. When can we do that again? Can we go to the coffee shop again? Like Mm -hmm. they just felt so big. They felt, you know, they got frappuccinos which they don't normally get so um it was a really cool thing and it just reminded me goodness that was it was cheap it was it was easy um and it was totally like they had no idea that I had that planned for that afternoon yeah so that would be an example of something a mom or dad could easily do with their kids yeah and that's a good example of a way that you took actually um kind of your your schedule and something that you were kind of waiting on and turned it into a moment. And so I know for a fact that you were buying time before it was time to go pick up the baby from preschool because he was napping during that time. I sure was. And rather than driving all the way across town to go home and then driving back across town to get him and so forth, 
you said, hey, I'm going to make a memory out of this. Let's go to a coffee shop. And you did something intentional towards the boys, towards Bennett and Chandler, that made them feel special, made them feel like on top of the world, like you were preferring them in that moment. Uh, and you were. That's authentic. But um, it would have been just as easy for you to say, hey, guys, we're going to sit in the car for an hour and wait for your brother to be done with his nap at school. Right. But you didn't. You said, hey, you know what? I'm going to prefer the boys in this moment. And I'm going to make a memory out of this thing so that we um, have something to talk about. We have a, and then. Also, I would imagine, I didn't get to go to the coffee shop because I was at work still, but I can imagine there was some great conversation that happened there at the coffee shop. The boys probably opened up, probably told you some things that you may not have otherwise heard. I know for a fact that when I talked to them later in the day, they were telling me about the conversations that you were having at the coffee shop. And I think because you made such a moment for them and it was so spontan uh, it was so spontaneous and it was so um, just special for them, as small of a gesture as it was, it was so special for them. Man, I, I think that just made them open up. Thank you. Yeah. I, we, I enjoyed the time for sure. And it was. It was just changing up a small thing to change up the normal routine, be spontaneous. Um, another thing that comes to mind as, you know, as an example, which this was more of a birthday thing, but we woke Bennett up on his fifth birthday and said, you get to take one friend. We're going to Legoland Hotel overnight. Yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. And that was so epic. And it's it was so beautiful because in return... He gave Eddie and I one of the most memorable, hilarious memories of him as a child, <laughs> which he's still a child, but at five years old, that I will never forget. Yeah, so we bought a little cake, took it with us. Uh, he, his best bud, Braden, came with us, mm -hmm. and we go to the hotel, Legoland Hotel. If you've never been there, it's just an incredible place. It's almost even more impressive than the park is. Yeah, it's uh, just so just themed and tricked out. Interac it's so cool. Interactive and great. So we buy this little cake from, I don't know, grocery store or Costco, mm -hmm. something like that. And we bought a little Lego set to put on top of the cake as kind of the cake topper, along with the five, like, candle. And we're in the hotel room. <laughs> uh, we had a long day of fun. And we light the candle. We sing happy birthday to Bennett. We bring the cake to Bennett, and Bennett just goes, spits all, all over, over the, the cake. cake. <laughs> I mean, just, and we got it all on video. It's one of my I, favorite moments. Yeah, we'll have to find it and put it on Instagram for yeah, everyone. Be because I just, it was so unexpected right. that he was just not going to blow the candle out. He was going to spit that thing out. Yeah, yeah. And it, his spit was all over yeah, the cake. Yeah, and what was funny about it is he, he wasn't trying to be funny. No. He thought that that was the way he was supposed to put the candle out. Yeah. And so it was just this moment of like, oh, shoot. I think he thought this is going to be more efficient. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. So Legoland, obviously, is a is an example of something that's not as spontane spontaneous. Right. It's more planned. It's more thought out. It's more, um, you know, there's a lot more intentionality and forethought put into that moment. Um, yeah. and, and not everybody, you know, we, we also want to recognize here that not everybody can can do those kind of things. Not even, not everybody even lives in a place where those kind of things are easily accessible, but, but that shouldn't stop you from putting forethought and intentionality into making memories with your family. Um, whatever the version of Legoland looks like for you. Now, mind you, we've only done that once, but whatever that looks like for you, make sure that you think ahead and you, um, and, and honestly, this is something you're a lot better at than I am. Um, I usually get to the week of or the week before and go, Oh, uh, yeah, I got to, oh, shoot, I got to do something. And by the time that my thoughts go that direction, I am too late to do maybe some of the things that I would like to have done because I'm not as, um, I, I don't know if thoughtful is the word. I don't think about it far enough in advance to uh, to do the things that I'd like to do. And so I end up having to like 
skimp on my plan some because I don't think about it. But you, you tend to think things further out and, and plan further out. I mean, it's funny. I, my birthday is not for another two months almost, Mm -hmm. and you've already got it planned. Like you already know exactly what we're doing. So six months before his birthday. So I have been so intimidated, you guys. (laughs) <laughs> by reserve reservecalifornia.org. Yeah, for those of you who don't live in California, the camping scene out here is redonkulous. Bananas. Yeah, it's just Bananas. people everywhere. Yeah. So the state parks are on a scrolling reservation, a six-month scrolling reservation. 8 a.m. every day, a new block opens up only for that one day that's coming up. And you may be able to snag like a night or two at one of the best state beaches or a campground that's a state park. That is really gorgeous, right? I've been trying to figure all this out. And I thought, we love this little place called the Beachcomber. Um, and it's in Newport Beach, but it's part of this historic district called Crystal Cove. Mm-hmm. And we've been a few times to eat breakfast there. Um, and you took me for my birthday once. I mean, and we, we take sometimes out-of-town guests, my parents. It's so gorgeous. It's like no cars park there. You have to bust down or walk down to it, and you're sand for oceanfront. It's right there. Yep. There are historically historic district cabins, like all on the bluffs, on the yep. cliffs, all built. They happen to be only reservable on reservecalifornia.org. I planned it out. I woke up. <laughs> early the morning that was exactly six months before march 28th and lo and behold i got us a cabin for your birthday (laughs) i was so excited because those crystal cove things are just hard yeah so that um by the way this portion of the podcast is not brought to you by reserve america it is not Uh, it's just you uh if you want to check it out you can it's a cool site. I mean, you can find <laughs> camping places. I mean, good luck because it took me. Whew. That took a lot of intentionality from you to for you to think that far in advance and to plan backwards. And so, um, so not only should we be spontaneous uh, in our planning to make those quick moments, those those, I, and I think sometimes the spontaneous moments um, even pack more of a punch because there's a lot of energy around those because it's just mm-hmm. like let's do this, let's go. Yeah. Um, but also, you need to plan ahead and and realize that there are pivotal moments in your family's life where you have opportunities to make memories. Uh, anytime a holiday comes around, an anniversary of anything, um, you know, at, in our house, um, we know the anniversaries of when our children accepted Christ for the first time, uh, when they were baptized. And uh, that's probably an area that we could do a better job of celebrating and making memories around each and every year. You take any anniversary of anything whatsoever, and um, you can make a memory out of that. Uh, you can take um, a random day. And if you just build it into your culture, we have a thing called family fun Fridays, mm-hmm. um, in our house, because I have Fridays off of work and, uh, Friday is typically the day that we go out and do something as a family. And so we have just always told our kids that, Hey, Fridays are family fun Fridays and they call it family fun Fridays. And there's no anniversary or national holiday uh like i just read out earlier nothing like that they just know as part of our family culture that those are fun days traditionally and they get to do some pretty cool stuff yeah yeah and um i would say too it's with the spontaneous and the planned that memories are in the margin you can't if you're if you booked your family just Boom, 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 boom. It's really, it's hard. You have to be together to to make memories. Yeah, and this is your third point, right? So not only should memories be spontaneous, not only should they be planned, but they also need to be, uh, they need to be fought for. 
the margins of your life need to be fought for. And I think we could actually do an entire episode on how do you create margin in your life? How do you uh, make room for things like memories? But yeah, you have to be intentional about taking the time for these moments. Yeah, I would say like when I thought back to things as a kid, um, we I was the oldest of four kids and we had a pretty fast paced, I would say, life. I felt like we were rushing a lot. Um, and the, th- the times that I remember us just being together, it was when we would plan to road trip down to Tennessee from where we were in Michigan. And we were just in nature together, like whole days unplanned where we would just go into Smoky Mountain National Park and be like rafting along rocks and just playing in the water in the summer, finding a trailhead and hiking. Um, and I, I loved that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I loved that so much because we were just together. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, um, it wasn't a fancy vacation. was not a five-star hotel. It didn't matter. It mm-hmm. didn't, it didn't have to be. Have you ever gone back to your childhood home? Like, man, I mean, I have a, there was a couple houses that we grew up in, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've been by them. Not, not the, not the first house I ever lived in. I, I don't know that I've been back there in many, many years. Like since you were like, you're big and grown and then you go back to yeah. when you're tiny. It rocked me. Yeah. So we lived in this little house in Lincoln Park. And I remember going back to it. Like they, my parents years later, I think I might've been a teenager. They were like, oh, you, we used to live here. Let's see if they're home. And they were home. And I remember as a kid blasting music and rolling around and da- having dance parties in that living room. And I, it just felt expensive expansive to me I mean just ginormous gigantic just that living room felt massive I walk back in and it is the tiniest living room yeah and I'm just like what (laughs) then like this was like the dance floor (laughs) like really you know and it just it, it reminded me that kids do not have grandiose expectations they don't need major things um, no one of the most beautiful things about children in general and I think the reason that even Jesus talked about children so much and compared adults to children and said, hey, you guys should be more like these guys is because children have such um, expansive imaginations because they, um, they're they not afraid to believe the impossible. They're not afraid to dream up the the scenery. You know, they can actually take their minds and and move them towards a... Uh, like you said, like a, a huge ball, make, mm-hmm. make a tiny little living room into a huge ballroom in their minds because they're just dreaming and having fun. And really, it's more about um, the people that are in the room than it is the room that you're in. Yeah, absolutely. Being together. And I was going to circle back to our family fun Fridays. It's not, um, you know, every day isn't Disneyland. Right. I mean, contrary to our, our Tennessee friends, they see our social media and they're like, Oh, they're back at Disneyland. Come on guys. Seriously. Really? Um, but some Fridays we just make homemade pizza together and we watch a movie. Um, there's some Fridays where we just get out a board game and we play a board game. There's, you know, it's, it's just, you have to have some margin in order to make memories with your kids, with your family, whatever that looks like for you. Sometimes family is friends and that could, it could go, I mean, just as well, all of these concepts with, finding ways to be spontaneous and ideas. I would love to hear your ideas. Like what have you done for your kids parenting wise that was spontaneous 
or planned in, in parenting or marriage or your family? Um, and then, you know, how do you kind of just be together so that that happens? I think yeah. those three things, if you can implement all three, you're doing so great. Yeah, absolutely. Be kind to yourself, like show yourself grace with this because I feel like all around us, society is expectations, expectations, expectations. We're comparing our highlight reel to somebody else's or their highlight reel to our worst day. And I feel like there is a lot of stigma of, ooh, the memory, I got to like think of something. And then we overthink it instead yeah. of just doing a small gesture a small act of kindness toward another family member can be something that they will remember for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Memories are a super, super powerful thing. I mean, inside out Disney yeah. facts. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So a couple action steps from today that we want to uh, encourage you towards and push you towards is number one, do something spontaneous this week. Uh, with your family and making a memory. Maybe it can't be your whole family, but maybe you can do something spontaneous with your kids or maybe you can do something spontaneous with your spouse and you're going to be quick to come up with excuses as to why you can't do it or why it won't work or it's too much trouble or maybe it costs too much or there's a, there's a lot of different things that you could, um, that you could uh, come up with to not do it. But what I want to encourage you, what I want to encourage you today to do is push through the awkward of those thoughts and those moments and do something spontaneous with your family. The second thing that I want you to do is I want you to look into the future and plan something on the horizon for you and your family to make a memory. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be complex. It can literally be the simplest thing in the world, but plan it and give your family something to look forward to and also prepare them for making memories. So before we go, I have to ask you, what are you looking forward to this week? Man, this week, let's see. This week, you know, it's a pretty chill week for us. We don't have a ton going on. Uh, I'm looking forward to... Um, getting more settled in our new place. Um, every single day, it feels a little bit more like home. And uh, I'm looking forward, I actually have a friend in town this week who um, is going to be here. Um, he's not staying with us or anything like that, but I'm hoping to connect with him on, uh, with, for coffee uh, or for maybe dinner or something like that. Uh, what about you? I am looking forward to um, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Because that's this week and we have started something where we, which if you guys listened to the podcast last week, we went on our Valentine's date um, early. Yep. We went actually the week before and we had the most amazing time. It was so fun. But we do that intentionally so that on the actual day of Valentine's, we can kind of just have a little Valentine's party with our kids. And as they grow older, it's such a great precedent because then if they're teenagers and they are with someone at the time or they're not with somebody at the time or it's, you know, it's like there's weird feelings as you're growing up and Valentine's and it's like then they can just always blame it back to, oh, my family does a thing. <laughs> if yeah. they want to, it's always an option. And so we normally as a family will make a steak or, you know, make a chocolate dessert together. And I'm thinking about doing chocolate covered strawberries together. That'd be awesome. And maybe some heart shaped sugar cookies. That'd be really cool. See, that's why you're an amazing mom because you think into the future and you've already got ideas and thoughts and plans around that. Well, thanks. Uh, Valentine's Day is on Friday. And before this conversation, I probably would have thought about it on like Wednesday. So uh, <laughs> that's why you're an amazing mom. And uh, I'm grateful for all the memories that you make with our family. Uh, you're really good at it. As so. do you. Oh, thanks. 
Hey guys, as always, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Thriving at Home Pod. We're so grateful that you guys are listening. We hope you'll subscribe to the podcast and we'll see you next time. We love you guys. See you later. Yeah.